Hey guys, welcome to Electronic Dance Money, your number one business resource for making money as electronic musicians and producers. What's up, guys? Good morning. Well, it's morning where I'm at right now. It's specifically 7.51 in the morning, and it's early for me. I'm not a morning person, but podcast must get done. I've got a busy day, so we're starting it off early, and I'd say this is a pretty good way to start off the day with a brand new podcast episode. It's part two of promo lists and email marketing, but today we are specifically focusing on the email marketing side, which is honestly one of my favorite things to do. It's something that I've learned to love over time. It's grown on me. When I first started, I saw it as a hassle and a pain in the ass, and it's no longer that anymore. Now, are you thinking, well, Christian, Why would I have an email marketing list? That seems pointless. Email marketing doesn't work. It's 2020. You're wrong. You are completely wrong. Not only is a promo list effective, which we went over that topic last week, why a promo list is effective, and I hope that I was able to convince you, but if I can't, then I hope the thousands of record labels can and especially the record labels you're wanting to be signed to the bigger ones i guarantee they have a promo list actually i don't even have to guarantee i know they have a promo list they do this other producers that i know and djs that i know do this and they get success from it it works hell in fact i have nolan who is who was on just a couple weeks ago from SCP Productions. Remember that little episode where we talked about how to get booked for your first gig and work up the food chain? Well, I signed up for Nolan's promo list because I saw he had one. Now, granted, I'm not a DJ, but I just enjoy new music, especially from producers who aren't huge because That's where the new talent is, and I want to be on the lookout and support those people. He sent out an email, I can't remember if it was last night or the night before, um, about a new mix that he did, his Herd mixes. I think it was Volume 13 of Herd. Yeah, Nolifant's Herd, Volume 13, with Immersa as a guest mix as well. Killer mix. It was fucking awesome. It was really good. So good that I shared it on Facebook. I got him a little bit more exposure to my audience. So you never know who's going to see those emails. You never know who's going to support you. And it's important to be prepared to have someone support you. And if Nolan didn't send out that email, there's a good chance I never would have saw that if he just posted it on social media. Because I don't frequent SoundCloud enough and just start scrolling through it. You might be a person like that, but 
a specific DJ that you want to play your track might not do that either. They might not be scrolling through SoundCloud all the time to find new tracks. It might be that they're a part of so many promo lists already that they get enough promos every week that they have fresh new music to be playing whenever they want and sharing and supporting. So get a promo list, but let's 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 step away from promo lists. We've done that. We we worked on that last episode. That one's over. So let's move over to email marketing lists, which is on the same page as promo lists in the sense that you're going to continue to use this email marketing software that we talked about, you know, Zoho, MailChimp, Constant Contact. If you're signed up on these, go with that. Again, I highly recommend MailChimp for newer users. It's very straightforward, easy to use, and it's free up to, I think it's like 2,000 emails. It's what I use. I love MailChimp. Really great product. So you're going to continue to use these and create campaigns to basically send out to an email list of people who sign up for your email list. So let's first get into why an email list is important for, you know, if you're running a business as an EDM producer or you are just an EDM producer and you're wanting to up your marketing, get more organic fans, because that is what an email list is. It's It's organic. This is what it is. It's a it's a list of people who want updates from you, consistent updates from you. They want you to be immediately messaging them and being in their inbox so that they can get direct updates from you and check out the new stuff that you're sending them. If someone signs up on your email list, it's because they want something from you. They want something more. With social media and how their algorithms work and you know Alberto and I kind of went over this in episode three when we were talking about branding on social media. If you make a post on social media, there's a good chance, especially if you have a business profile, which you should, you get better analytics. You can set up pixels and stuff for you to run ads. Anyways, if you don't know what a Facebook pixel is, go check it out. Go go do some research on it. I think I've talked about it in previous episodes, but it's a it's a way for Facebook to track your website visitors so you can directly run ads to those people. It's a very, very important um, tactic. I'm sure if you've gone to my website, if any of you guys have gone to my website, I can almost guarantee that when you went back to Facebook, you saw my face pop up and say, hey, do you are you finishing up a track? Do you need mixing and mastering work done? That's my Facebook pixel working. That's what that is. If you look, if you research a product on Google and you click on that product and then go back to Facebook and now you see ads for that product, they've got a Facebook pixel set up. A lot of people think that, oh, my phone is listening to me. Well, no, it's because you Googled a specific thing and you started to look more into it. And now the Facebook pixel has you. And depending on how much money is being thrown at that ad, you will either immediately see it or you'll see it like the next day. 
So your phone's not listening to you. These are Facebook pixels set up on websites. So if you look at a specific product, you will get ads for that specific product. It's all about staying top of mind. And we're getting completely off track here. Email marketing works because you are getting directly in front of your target market. Whereas when you make a social media post, there's a there's a there's a high chance that the algorithm is not going to show you to the people that want to see your content. You're you could have the biggest fan in the in the entire fucking world. Your die hard fan that buys all of your things and will continue to buy all of your things until the day they die. However, they won't see your stuff because the social media algorithms will not let them see your stuff in their feed. And a lot of that has to do with the now paywall that is involved with Facebook and now Instagram because Facebook owns Instagram. They want you to pay money for you to get in front of the people that already support you. So it, it sucks. It sucks. But if you can manage to throw some ad money at a little free thing that you're going to give away to people if they sign up for your email marketing list, you can now avoid the algorithm altogether. An email list is something you own. It's tangible. It's, it's a physical list that you you have yourself that cannot be taken away from you unless the subscriber unsubscribes from your email list or asks to be removed. And this happens not as frequently as you would think. But the point is, is that you don't want to be killed by the algorithm. If you can get their email, you can get directly in front of the people that you want to be in front of, that you need to be in front of. And here's the other thing is, you know, these social media sites, they're not going to be around forever. You know, MySpace, dead. Facebook is dying. Instagram, kind of dying a little bit. You know, it's, it's not what it used to be. TikTok going up, going way up. And it's difficult when there's a new social media site that pops up like TikTok and you don't have an email list and now you have to go onto that social media site and regrow. You start from scratch again. You start from zero, big goose egg. And posting to so the other social media sites might not do anything. Why? Because the algorithm, the algorithm will drown you out. They won't allow you to get in front of the people that you need to get in front of, especially if you're promoting a nut because that's, you're promoting another social media site on these social media sites. They're especially going to kill that post above everything else because they want to keep you and their and your fans on their platform. So if you're promoting saying, hey, I have I'm on this site now, too. You can go check me out here. Follow me. They're going to be like, hell no. Get out of here. We don't want people to leave. But. If you have an email marketing list of, you know, let's say you've got 20,000 people, you can send out one mass email to 20,000 people saying, hey, I'm on TikTok now. Go follow me. And overnight, let's just say that 10% of those people go and follow you. Overnight, you have a thousand new followers. And that helps with that social media's algorithm to get you in front of more people. Now, 
I would say if you have a high percentage of an open rate um, on emails, which, you know, if you have started to run an email marketing list, you'll know that when you send out emails, you get all these different analytics. You can see the percentage of people that open your email, the percentage of people that click on links within your email. You can see the number of reopens. You can see the number of opens by people on your email list. So you get a lot of really nice analytics. Now, let's say you have a high open percentage of emails and there's this new social media site that everyone's raving about. You know, I said you sent out an email to 20,000 people and only 10% opens that. You could probably get a little bit more. You could probably not. I'm, I'm being very conservative. I would say if you've got a dedicated base of people and your open rate is high and they really follow you for your stuff and enjoy your stuff, you'll probably get something more like 50%. That's 10,000 people that will immediately go follow you on this new social media site. These social media sites aren't going to be around forever. If you don't have an email list, you got to start from scratch when you go back on them. And that's painful. You know, I've got a friend right now who is a fairly big producer and he's currently going through an alias change. He he's kind of he's changing up the genre that he produces. And it's it's not the complete opposite from what he was producing, but it's a pretty significant difference. You know, he's going from more of like poppy future based stuff to really aggressive hard dubstep. And if you're a fan of you know, future base, it's it's a little bit different to go straight to dubstep. It's kind of a whole different scene. And he doesn't have an email marketing list. So he can't tell everyone, hey, I've got this new alias I'm going under. Uh, I've got new music coming out soon. Go follow me on these social media sites. And he's got like 200,000 or more listeners on Spotify a month, a month. He's got the fan base, but his Facebook posts and his Instagram posts on his original artist page, they're not getting the traction for people to go follow him at his other alias. So because of that, he's having a tough time signing tracks with record labels. His tracks are not the issue. We were kind of talking about this and really the the bigger issue is the fact that he technically, quote unquote, doesn't have the following. He does have the following on his other alias and he can get any tracks under that alias signed to just about any single label that he wants to because he can go to them and say, hey, I'm going to get 200,000 people that are going to listen to this in a month. And that's really marketable for these record labels. It's not marketable if they if he has a big old goose egg on his new social media sites, doesn't have a single track out under this alias with a big goose egg on Spotify. With the, he doesn't even have an artist page because he has no tracks out. Do you see how that's an issue? That's a major issue for him. If he had an email marketing list with all of those monthly listeners, let's say he has 200,000 emails, it would be... 20 times easier for him to send out a mass email and say, hey, go follow me on these pages. 
and he can go to these record labels and say, hey, here's proof that these are organic people. I have an email list with all of these emails. These are legit people. That's why they, I told them to go follow me. You can see that in this email here. And they're ready to listen to my music. Look at my previous emails when I would send out a mass email about the, a new track that's coming out. How many people would click the link? 40,000 people would click the link to save the track. And then when it actually released, 80,000 clicked the link to go play the track. Immediate 80,000 plays just from that email. Very powerful. Very, very, very powerful. Email marketing works. And here's the thing, too. People change their social media sites. They get rid of some. They make new profiles. They do new things. This, this happens. I know I've done it before. I'm sure you've done it before, or some of you have done it before. You almost never change an email. You might have alternate emails that you use for different things, depending on what they are. But you'll always have your main email that you probably started when you were in sixth grade, you were 12 years old, and you've had now for 10 or 15 years, or even 20 years. Well, 20 years ago, you were probably using AOL, but I do know there are people that still use AOL, which is insane. I can't even, I can't even believe that's like, that's a dinosaur now. AOL is dead. Your email doesn't change. Your social media sites will change. Your pages will change. Your profiles will change. You might delete them, create new ones. Th these things will change, but your, the email that you use will almost never change. And same with these people who sign up for your email list, specifically fans. These emails aren't going to change. You'll have them forever. They'll, prob they'll probably keep them. I can guarantee that because it's too much of a hassle to go back through every single thing they've ever signed up for and put in a new email. It's a pain in the ass. So this is a key factor for why email marketing works. I would love to shout out the Six Figure Home Studios. And in this episode they did, it's episode 70, the best free marketing tactic in the galaxy. And it's about email marketing. It's That episode's one of the inspirations for why I wanted to do this episode. It's actually the main inspiration for me getting into email marketing. It's a really good episode. I highly recommend you guys go check it out. If you don't trust me or believe me about email marketing, they have a guy named Bjorgman Benedictson, who is a professional email marketer in the audio world. He's probably the best one, but he comes on and talks about email tactics and how email marketing works and why it's important. So that might kind of solidify what I'm talking about here for you. But Chris Graham, one of the co-hosts, talks about how he had an email list of something like 30,000 people that he was collecting over the years, but never did anything with until he met Bjorgbin. And when he met Bjorgbin, he was blown away that he had this email list that he wasn't doing anything with. And Bjorgman in the episode talks about how the equivalent cost for Bjorgman himself, because he runs ads in it, he says it costs him, I think, anywhere between like $1.50 to $2 
per email for running ads. Like that's how much it costs to get an email through an ad. If Bjorgvin were to buy that email list of 30,000 people, it would be over $90,000. Nearly close to $100,000 that he would pay for for 30,000 emails. That's the worth of those emails. And Chris goes on to talk about how when he actually started to use that email list, because he had this fear, and this might be a fear of you that you're getting that oh, well, I don't want to seem spammy. And that was Chris's fear. Well, you're not being spammy. There's people sign up for your email list expecting to get emails from you, especially if you put that notion forward. Hey, you're going to get emails from me. That's okay. He was worried that sending one email out to 30,000 people, every single one of them would shout at him and yell at him and tell him to get him off that email list. Well, it was really only like six people that said, hey, I don't want to get any emails from you. Six people have 30,000 after he started emailing him. And after he started emailing them, within like the first week, he got people that he hadn't talked to in five years immediately start buying masters from him because he's a mastering engineer. So they started scheduling time to get masters from him. People he hadn't talked to in five years. It was immediate. Immediately, he was making money off of this email marketing list. And he he said that he's made an equivalent of hundreds of thousands of dollars off of those 30,000 emails just from keeping people up to date, emailing them weekly about new stuff and giving them new stuff. And he's staying top of mind for these people. So when they think, oh, you know, I've got a track I'm finishing. I need to get it mastered. They go, oh, Chris has been emailing me a bunch. Let me email him and I'll get him to work on this project because the last time he did something for me, it was amazing. The same thing happens to you as a producer when you're working with fans. If they loved your last track, they can't wait for that next track. So when you start that promo process, that pre-release promo process, they're getting amped up. They're ready. You send them a save link for Spotify. Boom, you got them. If they like your shit, you have got them immediate streams when your track releases, especially when you're keeping them up to date because life is busy. People check their emails every day, every day. If they don't check it periodically throughout the day, they at least check it once, maybe at the end of the day or at the beginning. I know I check my emails like 20 times a day, my business email and my personal email. People like when they get stuff for them and just them. If I haven't convinced you yet, there may be no hope. So anyways, let's get into building an email list for yourself as a business or a producer. And you know, the thing about this with a business too, is that you have to stay top of mind for your clients to consistently come back. Emailing them products or not necessarily even products, just useful tips and tricks is the key to staying top of mind and them wanting to work with you more, especially if they're getting something out of the relationship. And that's the key part there too, is the, the giving. There's a really good book called The Go-Giver that I th I've recommended before. I've recommended it plenty of times. Go read that book and it will, this next part will make a lot more sense to you, but you need to read The Go-Giver if, I, I shouldn't say need. Um, I don't, I don't want to talk in absolutes, but if you read the go giver, 
you're going to get a lot of really good insight into what it's like running a business and how you should properly run a business. The Go-Giver is really just all about giving right away, helping people give without expectations. And with that, you'd be surprised how much is given back to you because you're lending a helping hand. People really appreciate that and they recognize that. It will pay back dividends more than anything else will ever pay back. So let's talk, though, about building your email list as a business and a producer. The first step, I would say, is to create some sort of free product for people to use. And I'll use myself as an example here. Do you use Serum? Are you constantly looking for new sounds on Splice? Well, if you actually, this is legit too, if you want to go to enviousaudio.com slash soundpack, I'm giving away a free sound pack. It's 30 sounds, something like, I can't remember, I think 10 bass leads or 10 bass sounds, uh, five leads, five plucks, some pads and something I think. I can't remember. It's on the website, though. But if it's 30 free serum sounds that you can use royalty free designed by me. These are sounds that you cannot get on Splice. You cannot get on any other website. You can only get them from me. That's it. So these are very exclusive sounds. If you want these, you can go to enviousaudio.com slash soundpack right now. You can sign up for my email list and you'll get that free sound pack. Completely free, 30 sounds for you to use. Normally, the sound packs, this sound pack is like, I think it's like $15 or $20 on my website. So you can get it for free, though, if you go and sign up for my email list. So, so that's what I mean by giving something useful away for free. Now, obviously, my target market is you guys, producers. That's who I want the sound pack to be given to. That's who I want to sign up on my email list because all of my emails are directed towards producers. Mixing tips, production tips, mastering tips, marketing tips. That's who I'm directing everything to. You guys, as producers, I want to help you. So you have to think about who's your target market. If you're a producer, obviously you're a fan, a fan of the specific genre that you produce. So you need to figure out what you can give to them that they're going to love and to get them signed up on your email marketing list. Now, you also have to kind of think about what is worth it to you. If you have five tracks out, maybe giving away your entire anthology for free is worth it. Maybe you sell merch and you're willing to give away some stickers because it's a low cost to ship those. Or you can do some sort of just pay for shipping. So you might, let's say you have hats or beanies or shirts. And you're willing to lose a little bit of money on shirts, but it's worth it to get people signed up on your email marketing list. You can say just pay for shipping and put the shipping cost in there. Maybe it's like $6, $7. They can get some merch. Plus, you're going to give away your anthology of five or six tracks or give a couple of tracks. Maybe you're going to give away an unreleased track that they can't get anywhere else. And you'll send this to them and they'll sign up on your email marketing list. Or better yet, if you can't afford to lose the money that you invested in your merch, maybe you just do a giveaway. 
you say, hey, I'm going to give away a merch bundle. This includes a beanie, a hat, and a sweatshirt, and then all of my anthology to one lucky winner. All you have to do is sign up on my email marketing list. People like that. That's a lot of good free shit. Maybe it, maybe you lose $100 there. In return, you get 100 emails. That 100 emails can turn into hundreds of streams later on down the road or thousands of streams which can then return your give you a return of investment that's the key thing there you might lose a hundred dollars now but you'll get a lot more later i think a giveaway is probably going to be the best way to do that but i mean if you're a business use my example if you're an edm producer that's running a business maybe you sell sound packs so you're going to give away a sound pack a small sound pack for free to get people signed up in, on your email list so you can then advertise for sound packs later on. Now that's the key thing there later on. Let's talk about the emails that you're going to be sending out because this is probably the most important part of the episode is the types of emails you're going to be sending out. Now in that episode of the Six Figure Home Studio, Jorgvin mentions that you want to create a sequence. It's, it's called a sequence. These are automated emails that will be sent out in a sequential order. And you should have a welcome email. That should be the first email that is immediately sent when someone signs up on your email marketing list. They should get a welcome email from you talking about who you are as a person, what you do, and what they're going to get out of your email list. The important part with these emails that you're going to be writing is to keep it personal. People want that. That's how email marketing works the best is when you keep the whole thing personal to you and you're not really fake and salesy about it. You want to write with stories, create stories in your emails that people can follow. And and with that, you can kind of leave these cliffhangers for each email when you're talking about a story. Oh, we'll check out next week's email where we'll continue where we left off on, you know, whatever. Maybe you're writing a dramatic story about a lesson you learned. Or if you're a producer, you could be writing a story about how you wrote this track. And this could be a part of your entire email promo plan for the four weeks leading up to your release where you're talking about your track and what what your inspiration behind the track is and how you came up with the idea for it. Maybe it was because of a heartbreak. Well, you can kind of go into this story about that heartbreak. You can start with how amazing the relationship was when it first started and then the rocky road you went down until the end of it with the heartbreak. People can follow this dramatic story that they can relate to, which is very important. It keeps them on the edge of their seat and it keeps them returning and the same goes with you know if you're you you have a direct service that you're selling to someone or or a direct product that you're selling to someone when you create these first five emails as a business create a story of a lesson that you learned and that's what you're teaching these people through these five emails I can use mine for an example. In my welcome email, I talk about when I first met my mentors uh, back in like 2014. I was a fresh into producing, like a year into producing, and I 
This is the first time I had ever gotten real criticism. I went over to their studio. This is the first time I'd ever seen a real studio. First time I ever saw Cubase, which I now completely produce in. And I talk about when I showed them my track, that was, it was terrible. It was the worst track ever. But in that one session, I learned things about producing that I still use today, that I still teach today, that are still true today, that still work and are effective and are very important in the way you produce music. So I talk about this story. I, I go over this story, this experience I have for the first five emails, and I go into all of the things that I learned. This includes layering sounds, when to use compression, how to use compression, songwriting and keeping things simple. There's, there, were, there were key things that just really drove me as a producer that helped me out more than anything else did in this one session. And I talk about it being like, I had no idea what I was doing. These producers showed me that I had no idea what I was doing. And I don't want you guys to feel that way either. I don't want you guys to, because, you know, I, I took it well. I take criticism really well, but some of you might not take criticism very well. And so you can learn these lessons through me instead of having to go through the heartache of doing something wrong for years until someone shows you. So that's how I have my first five emails set up. And in those, I give stuff away in the first email after the welcome email i talk about layering sounds and i give away a free ebook for you to follow as a guide to layering sounds which changed my life the way i layering sounds is it it, it completely changed the way i produce music so th this is what i'm talking about when it comes to writing these emails and this is how it works is when you start to change it from a sales tactic to you want to teach someone something or you want to share an experience with someone you want to write things as a story it keeps these readers engaged and coming back for more and it makes this marketing so much more effective so when you have a call to action they're so much more willing to take that call to action because they know you they can relate to you they respect you and they appreciate the work that you do. And email marketing, you know, I will say it's not easy. It's it's a lot of work. It's going to be feel really daunting. It's going to be difficult, but it's, you know, take it one step at a at a time. Take it one one piece at a time. Create this five email sequence. Spend write one email a week. Spend 5 weeks. Uh, send that sequence to you, can send every single email in that sequence in one email immediately, read through it, send it to some friends, um, have them read it and check it out, get it edited by someone else so that they can check your grammar and whatnot, uh, and see how it looks, see how it runs, make sure it runs well, it makes sense, the story kind of flows, and everything connects, and once that's ready, then you're you're ready to start building this email list. Or if you already have this email list established, you're ready to start sending these emails out. But test it out first. See how it works. See how it looks. And take your time. Take it one email at a time. Don't stress about it too much. Um, 
I don't want to create a sense of urgency that you need to do this right away or else you're not going to be successful. That's not the case. I think uh, an email list is important to success, but it's not immediately important. It's not if you don't do this right now, your your world's going to end and you're never going to be successful. That's not how it goes. However, you do want to get it done at some point. The other thing that I like to do, too, that I learned from Graham Cochran over at the Graham Cochran Show, I'll put all these shows in the show notes over at enviousaudio.com slash episode 22. One thing that I learned about an email list from him is to write one email, one, one marketing email a month, a product that you're giving away or selling. Now, if you're releasing a track a month, that's what this marketing email is for. Everything else you're you're teaching people something or you're giving something. That's that's kind of the point of this email marketing list is you're giving something, you're telling a story, you're teaching. But then every once in a while, that's one email a month, 12 emails a year, you'll be giving them a call to action to help you out, to buy a service from you, to buy a product from you, whether that's, you know, if you're a mixing mastering engineer, maybe that's a master from you, maybe that's mixing. If you're a producer, that's a fan going in playing your track on Spotify or adding it to their playlist on Spotify. But make sure you include once a month, that's 12 emails a year, that you give them a call to action. Hey, I've got this new product. Come check it out. Obviously, I think, you know, create a story in that. Um, how you came up with the idea for the product or why it might be important for those producers because you learned something that changed your life and the way you look at things and so you decided to create this service for people to use. For you producers out there, I do think it's going to be a little bit more difficult to come up with content to use and to write, but do a little bit of research on content you can, you can use. Go sign up on other producers' email lists and pay attention to their emails. Check out what they're sending. And look at that. Remember, steal like an artist that I've talked about a million times which you should go read you can also find that on the show notes but steal like an artist look at their emails how are they going through things if you're on my email marketing list and you run a business in the industry look at how i present my emails go sign up on my email marketing list and check it out regardless email marketing is important and you should do it if you don't want to I think you should rethink it. Go listen to that episode of the Six Figure Home Studio if I didn't convince you here. One quick tip, too, that I want to mention with emails actually before we go is you'll constantly be updating the automated emails that you have, the what you've written in that sequence. So just because you write one email doesn't mean you should keep it that way forever. When you learn new things, go in and update the 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 copyright that you've written update your emails and your sequences and make better writings just like you get better at production sometimes you want to go in and update a track do the same thing with your emails that is it for today's episode guys thank you so much for tuning in and i really appreciate it i do want to mention that because you know the podcast is doing pretty well um i found out just this week that I think it was last week we charted number eight in Russia for how to, uh, number 11 in New Zealand for how to, and then we've been up and down in the charts in Canada. 
I think we peaked at like 33. So the podcast is doing really well right now. I'm really happy with it. We're not even a year in. We've got, we're nine months in to the podcast. So I want to give back to you guys, my listeners. Head over to Apple Podcast and leave a useful review. Now, this doesn't have this doesn't mean it's a good review. You could leave a bad review, but as long as it's useful, it's I, I want it to be useful for other producers who are looking for a show for them to learn stuff from. If you don't think that this is this show, present that in a useful way and you might get chosen. But the point is, is, you know, leave a review, a useful review for other producers about your thoughts on this show. And I'm going to be choosing one lucky winner in June for the year anniversary, and you're going to get a free mix and master. Now, this is uh, March 4th of 2020. So if this is if you're listening to this in March of 2021, unfortunately, the giveaway is over but who knows i might be doing one again for year two you've got three months head to apple Podcasts. leave just a useful review good or bad doesn't matter but i'm going to be choosing a random winner who's going to be getting a free mix and master from me in june so go over and do that can't wait i'm super excited to work with one of you guys i'm sure you're very talented and it's going to be really exciting to check out uh some of your work as always, head to enviousaudio.com slash episode 22 to check out the show notes. If you're on Facebook, look us up, the Electronic Dance Money Community, and join that to get a little bit more direct access to me. You can ask me questions, business questions, marketing questions, or just have conversations with other members about business and marketing. Like I said, enviousaudio.com slash soundpack. If you want a free soundpack, just sign up on my email list. You'll get a good example of how I run my email list and how you can run one. Again, thank you so much. Take care. And I'll see you on the next episode, which is going to be a crazy good one. We're going to be talking about ghost production. Ghost production.